0: Hello, welcome to Belong, Become, Be Sent, Rock's podcast. My name is Ethan Clark. I'm joined here today with Dr. Vaughn, campus minister. Hey, everyone. And Maggie Hoover. Hello. How are you guys doing today?
1: Pretty good. I mean, it's it's a Monday. We always record on Mondays, (laughs) which is a rough day to get, but I don't know. I always feel like the podcast... Sets so a good tone for the week. I don't know what about you do? guys. I
2: agree. Yeah. I like doing the podcast on Monday. It makes
1: me look forward to Mondays because usually, I mean, Mondays are kind of rough for a lot of people. Right. Well, and then we also have Rocket Ryo
2: mm-hmm.
1: on Monday mm-hmm. nights, So, I mean, i got that to look forward to, too. But I feel like it gives us something positive on a Monday morning to get started with. Absolutely. You guys yeah.
0: have a specially busy schedule. I know you guys are running back and forth between Ryo and Ohio University.
1: Yeah, we, we burn up the road in between the two, but it's always a good time.
2: Life oh. is the highway. <laughs> really?
1: Man, where did you learn that wisdom? <laughs> Rascal flats by chance? Maybe. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I know you guys had a pretty busy weekend, uh, from what I hear.
1: Yeah. actually had a really good weekend. So um, for the past, I'm trying to think how many years, Ohio University has done a fundraising event for the Ohio Buckeye Blitz, which is um, Ohio's semi-pro Quad Rugby League. So that's um, people that have like spinal cord injuries that are um, like chair bound to wheelchairs um, play the game of rugby in in wheelchairs. And so it's, in essence, it's a great big game of derby, like crash up derby um, with wheelchairs. And so each year they come to Ohio University and they do this fundraiser called Battle the Blitz. And so this is the first year that Rock has had our own quad rugby team. And so it was just, it was me, it was Vic, Ben, and Mitchell. And I, I want to tell you, we went out there, we played hard, we represented Rock very proudly, and we also got beat like 22 to 8, or 24 to 8, I can't remember what it was. We, we got beat pretty hands down, but you know what? We beat we got beat by a professional team. I would say, I would put us up against any other rookies. that I mean, we were pretty natural At the at the games. I mean,
0: you're you're at a distinct disadvantage. I mean, they have all that upper body strength.
1: well what are you saying? I feel like I have a (laughs) decent amount of upper body strength, Ethan. Are you using your
0: arms like constantly every? Oh
1: well, I, I will say that. Like all jokes aside, that is a ton of cardio. Like it was 25 minutes by the time you got in the chair and got settled in and everything. And I thought, man, that's gonna go by so quick. And towards the end, I kept looking up. I'm like. There's still eight minutes left. I don't know that I'll be alive in eight minutes. And so, like, I would take the ball out in the end zone and I'd be like, all right, guys, let's talk strategy. And so we just sit there for a second so I could catch my breath. But I was, it was a lot of fun, but that was a lot of effort.
0: So, that sounds great. It was great. Awesome. Now, today, um, before we even get into the podcast, um, I think we're going to start off with a passage from scripture today mm-hmm. uh, Matthew. Uh twenty-three through thirty three, just so we can uh, get the ball rolling on the yep. topic, sort of yep. get in the right mood. Matthew
1: fourteen, twenty-three through
2: thirty three. I was gonna say that. That's so all right. That's all okay. Right. We and for
1: anybody that was thinking like we were gonna read two whole, you know, chapters of Matthew, <laughs> like just buckle in. No, it's it's just ten <laughs> verses.
0: Alright, so alright, I have it pulled up, so I will read this. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending him home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had arisen and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, for I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you, walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshipped him. You really are the Son of God, they exclaimed. That's a pretty powerful passage.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and we started with that this morning because it sets up where we're going to be going with the podcast today.
0: Yes, so, we're, today's topic is getting out of the boat. Yes. <laughs> so walking in, uh, sometimes it's really hard, but sometimes uh, faith calls you to step out of your comfort zone
1: yeah do something a little bit scary which honestly we were kind of inspired by maggie um which is very rare we say that <laughs> no i'm just kidding maggie right. you're, you're great okay. but uh no like several i think the past two weeks in the podcast she's spoken about how you know, stepping out of your comfort zone is an important part of growth and you know as a christian about um you know like following jesus and so i thought man that that's a great topic And, you know, Ethan was a little salty with me because he suggested a different topic. But we're going to get to that next (laughs) week. It's coming up. We're
0: going to have a special guest star for
1: that one. Yes, we are. So, but, uh, but no, I I thought this would be an interesting thing to talk about, especially, you know, for people living on a college campus, you know, like how does this impact your life on a daily basis? So,
0: yeah, there's a lot of examples in just day-to-day life where you really do have to take a step out. Mm -hmm. Um, which brings us to our first question, actually, um, so Peter getting out of the boat and walking on the water is really an incredible demonstration of faith in action. Like, none of us are likely to ever get the chance to walk on water. I've tried a couple times, not not very <laughs> successful. Like when you're good. in the
2: pool and you like take a quick run.
1: Yeah, yeah, like that.
2: How long can you stay above the water? Or
1: or like we were kayaking and I oh, tried to get out of the boat and, and you felt, slipped in the mud. That was
2: hilarious. <laughs> You'll never live that down. No.
0: It's a common rock moment. And now it's on the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's memorialized forever. Yes. So, well, none of us are going to ever do that. Um, The choice to get out of the boat is one we make daily, Mm -hmm. like just on a day-to-day basis. Um, So can you guys think of any get-out-of-the-boat moments, any times where you really had to step out in your faith?
2: I could probably think of like a hundred different times, but I feel like stepping out of the boat or like your comfort zone is like a big reason that I'm even a Christian today. Like I feel like growing up, like I've always had like anxiety. Pretty bad, like I mean nothing like extreme, but like it's always just kind of been there. And so I feel like stepping out of the comfort zone is like a lot bigger to me than like it needs to be. And so like even like going on that first mission trip to New Orleans, like I do not think that like one I would be as involved with rock as I am today, or two, would I be near the like person or Christian I am today. So I think like that's a big thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um I, I think For me, again, like Maggie, I I can think of several, but I think even uh, the story about how I came to reach out on campus was a big get out of the boat moment for me because I know like a lot of times when you think about like changing positions, you know, it's usually because you're disgruntled with your last job or you're frustrated and you're looking for something new and it it really wasn't like that at all for me. Um, You know, like I actually, believe it or not, the story started, we were down in Kentucky at a camp um, called Summer in the Sun at at Kentucky Christian. And so, um, just really through very God-orchestrated set of events, um, came to find out about the opening at Reach Out on Campus, uh, the director position. And so, um, at the time, like I was not looking for another position. I was quite content doing student ministry uh, with high school and middle school students and uh, had a great group of students there that week. And so it's not like they drove me to leave or anything like that, even though if you talk to them today, some of them would probably th- tell you that that was true. That's not. Uh, they were actually, I've always had a good time down there with our students. But um, so anyway, so, so God opened up that door and I thought, all right, God, well, you know, like if you've opened up this door, I'm going to be faithful and I'm going to at least you know, throw my name in the ring. And, you know, if it if that's the way that, want to lead me, that's what we'll do. And so I came up and I interviewed and it was funny because the whole time I was interviewing with our board at the time, I kept telling them like, look, if I'm not the guy, that's okay. I'm fine. I'm content where I'm at. I don't have to leave. And then, you know, like I got the call that like, nope, we believe that you're the guy. We believe that this is where God's leading us. It's leading the campus ministry. And so then like, that was definitely a get out of the boat moment for me because I had been you know a youth minister for nine years prior to that. And again, wasn't really looking to, to switch or transfer or do anything different, but you know, I, now I'm incredibly glad that I did because led me here with you folks. So, look at you now. Look at us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at us. <laughs> so I'd say my example of stepping out in the faith is definitely the mission trips I've been on, mm-hmm. but specifically the one to Mexico. Like yeah. that was a big turning point for me. Um not even just like the process of getting down there even though that was
2: for me it was (laughs) yeah
1: maggie went to mexico without a passport so i just like to throw out don't do that in the future and we did not technically do anything illegal but just not it's kind of frowned upon
0: (laughs) (laughs) generally you know that's you know we like to we like to play it risky here at rock right yeah we don't think we we live life
1: on the edge we we live life on the edge of the boat.
0: We step <laughs> yes, out we in do. faith. That's right. Every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a process, but it wasn't just that. It was really um getting down there and having like the courage to just go out and help in the community. Mm-hmm. I know for certain, like, I've never been out in like the community before, like I've never been down there before, so that was definitely like a different a new place that yeah. I've never been, so that was a scary experience, but um, I was definitely empowered by faith to just go out, get to meet people, mm-hmm. get to serve, um, and I definitely feel like I wouldn't have had those moments if I hadn't stepped out in my faith. If I had just been afraid the entire time I was down there, yeah. like afraid to go out and like talk to people just because I didn't understand the language the best or mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone, if I didn't have that faith and that spiritual push, mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't have gone out and done that. So that was definitely a moment that was really impactful for me, just, like, stepping out in my faith.
1: Well, and I really appreciate you sharing what it was, like, what made you fear getting out of the boat or what, like, almost prevented you. So, actually, I want to kind of kick that back to Maggie for a second. So, before you came on on that first mission trip, like, what were some of the things that were maybe holding you back or that you feared?
2: Well, like, one, I think I only knew, like, two people going on the trip. Mm -hmm. Like, and so that was, like, a super big, like, like right. I don't really know these people at all. Like, how? Like, should I really go? Like, and I don't know. Just going to a new place. Um, like, and like knowing that I was gonna have to go talk to new people and do that kind of stuff was kind of like super out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I guess they're like I. We talked about this in the other podcast. Just like that. Like I felt like a that tug. Ooh, that tug. No,
1: mm-hmm. so. that's cool. I always joke that. You guys, you know, if, if Jesus called you to come and follow, like, you know, like with his first disciples, hey, come and follow me, I'm pretty sure most of your responses would be, I don't know. Who else is coming? It's like, <laughs> y'all do that to me all the time. Like You want to come and follow a retreat? I don't know. Who else is coming? Like, I don't know. Maybe if you came, someone else would come too. Yeah. So that's all right. Sorry. I just had to, had to vent my frustration on air.
2: It's
1: so. okay. Back to you, Ethan. Uh, <laughs>
0: live on air. We got some drama for
2: you. Right? <laughs> Drama in the rock house.
1: Never.
0: So I noticed one of the things that like none of you guys mentioned like in your talks was really on like anything like stepping out of the boat on a college campus. Mm -hmm. Like I noticed like one of the big things that's kind of hard to really uh, talk about is the fact that like just on a day-to-day basis, like sometimes you have to step out in faith. And it's interesting to think about what exactly does that look like on a college campus?
2: So I think like a big thing about like campus ministry is like talking to people that like like and that is a huge step out of at least my comfort zone like I know like seeing someone who may not have like a community like rock and like reaching out to them talking to them that can be really intimidating because we're all scared of rejection you know Yeah and mm. so like that's that's a big thing for me and then I know also like when I did join Rock, like, um, some, like, it's crazy to say this, because, like, now that, like, I have a relationship with people in Rock, and now that I know Rock, like, I don't think this, but when I first joined Rock, it was really, like, intimidating, like, Mm -hmm. all these people know each other, they all have this, like, relationship, and I'm this new person that, like, no one really knows, and, like, how am I gonna fit in with a group of people who are already so close, Mm -hmm. and so, but, like, it's possible, and, like, Throughout this, like, internship, I've gotten close with a lot of people through Rock, and I feel like I'm part of that community now. And so, like, that's also a huge, like, that was a huge step out of my comfort zone. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I I think, you know, just being surrounded on a daily basis by people who don't have the same worldview as you um, can open up, actually, a lot of of get-out-of-the-boat moments, because, like, every day, you know pretty much have an opportunity to either share, you know, what's going on in your life, um, talk about something that happened, you know, at Rock or or whatever, or even just to demonstrate to other people what it looks like to follow Jesus. And so, um, you know, again, sometimes I think that we think it has to be this incredibly um, well-spoken evangelistic message to people that they're going to respond to. But I, I think the truth of the matter is that when we respond even like sometimes what we consider to be small ways um you know like inviting somebody to rock or um you know like sharing something that's personal to you related to faith you know and like that we i'm always you know, I, I was talking to a student the other day and that's what she said she, you know like i just kind of stepped out of the boat i did this i invited my friend and now like her friend and um her i think his sister has been have been coming to reach out on campus and she's like she's like god taught me an important lesson that moment that it's not always something big that we do that it's the little moments mm-hmm. to get out of the boat and like absolutely. you know doesn't alleviate the fear that like you said you might get rejected you might say hey look you know do you want to come to rock and somebody's like what's that Ah, no nah, i don't want anything to do with that you know and that's the worst that happens to you while you're here on campus then you've done pretty good but that's yeah. a different story
0: yeah absolutely I think it really is, though. Um, A lot of the times that people are just afraid to even make that contact on campus. Right. Like, one of the big things, one of the, gonna lay it down. You do have to talk to people in ministry. It's very difficult, uh, but you do have to speak with people. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that's a personal struggle for me sometimes, because I feel like a lot of the time people are afraid of, uh, when you're talking to somebody about ministry, just, like, getting rejected or just, like, being judged for it but yeah I feel like a lot of the time it's in a lot of people's heads like you're not necessarily going to be judged for this it's a lot of the times you really just have to make that step out and just talk about it. you can't just be in your head about being worried about um spreading the word or inviting people right like those little things you talk about you don't ha- you don't have to be afraid of just like making those small steps when a lot of people a mountain out of a molehill when it comes to it yeah. sometimes.
1: Well another thing as you were saying that it, it kind of dawned on me that we take that rejection sometimes personally when in reality that for somebody else to respond to that invitation to come to rock or to come to a Bible study or you know whatever respond to something in faith you know that's a get out of the boat moment for them too. Like there's the the rejection that you're receiving may not be re- like aimed at you. It's not like, well, I would come, but that Ethan guy invited me and I just don't like it. That's oh. usually not the reason <laughs> that people say, oh, no, <laughs> Ethan, you're a likable guy. But um, I think the reason that people, re- you know, reject that invitation is because they've either, they've had a bad experience with church or with faith in the past. Um, you know, they, they've came across somebody uh, from the church who treated them poorly or, you know, they've, you know, reached out and thought, you know, hey, look, this is what faith looks like and found out that it wasn't anything of substance, you know what I mean? That it looked good on the outside and you came in and, you know, found that it was not what you'd hope that it would be. So again, that rejection usually isn't aimed at us. It's aimed at, you know, their, their hesitancy to respond. Or, or even like, you know, Maggie talked about how, you know, not knowing people, like sometimes just you know, hey, come to this group, and I know you don't know anybody there, but you know me, that's still intimidating mm-hmm. for a lot of people. So that might be just their own get-out-of-the-boat moment for a lot I of
2: people. I think also sometimes, like, on both sides of, like, asking someone to come and, like, that person, like re- like, replying, mm-hmm. I feel like both parties are kind of, like, scared of, like, not, like, feeling, like, I know sometimes I feel like, oh, like, I call myself a Christian, but how much of the Bible do I really know? Mm-hmm. Like, do I really, am I really qualified to go out and tell people about God when there's still stuff that I'm figuring out? And I right. feel like sometimes that's like a step out of the comfort zone, like yeah. just like that's, that contributes to it. And I feel like maybe that person on the other side of the conversation also thinks the same thing. Like, oh, well, I can't come to Rock because like, I don't like, Yeah, I believe in God, but I don't know the Bible that well. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so I feel like that also contributes.
1: Almost like an imposter syndrome. You know, like, hey, I don't belong here. This is not yeah. -hmm. yeah. No, I get that. Well, and and another thing I was thinking is that sometimes a no isn't always like no forever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we just continue to and like that's one of the things I do a lot as a campus minister. I just try to wear people down. Come on, come check it out. It's not that bad. You'll enjoy, Mm -hmm. you'll have a good time. And then people come and they're like, Okay, actually that 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 was it was mm-hmm. different than what I thought. Like actually enjoyed that, I had a good time. So I mean, you know, that, that no is not always a forever no, and, and we've gotta kind of, you know, keep trying, keep making those invitations, keep demonstrating faith. So
0: Absolutely. And I know you just kinda of touched on this, but why exactly does Jesus invite us to these get out of the boat scenarios? Why does he want us to take these leaps out in faith. Like sometimes it's like really hard. Sometimes you don't want to. Like why does God push you so hard into these situations, into these scenarios?
2: Well, I feel like this kind of takes us back to like the Great Commission. Like God tells us as Christians like like to go and mm-hmm. make disciples and all that stuff. So like let me read this question again. But like I don't know. I just feel like that's part of growing as a Christian and mm-hmm. stepping out of that comfort zone. Like, like I said at the beginning, like if I never went to New Orleans, I really don't think that I'd be sitting here right now. I don't mm-hmm. think that I would be near as involved with Rock as I am. I don't think that I could go back to my home church and share things that I've learned with them and be the person I am today in general. So.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I know that especially because um, it really just has been an experience with Rock that I feel like I also haven't, wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't, like, taken that uh, step of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, rock really has—you really do grow in rock and in faith just through those big moments. Yeah, Like, those are the momentous steps. Like, those are the milestone markers that you're going to see when you look back on your faith and, like, your history of walking with God. It's really going to be those big steps. You mm-hmm. may not realize it in the moment, but those are the points that are really going to matter in the long run. Those are the ones that advance your walk with Christ and your yeah. walk with spirit.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I think you guys both nailed it. And like, and I love hearing that perspective from each of you, because that's the reason that we do a lot of those things. Because for a lot of people, that is a get out of the boat moment. Like, wait a minute, you're taking me to a country. I don't speak the language. I don't know anyone. And you want me to go out and try to minister to people. Do what? And so that, you know, like, nobody's prepared for that. Nobody has, you know, maybe even if you argumentatively speak fluent Spanish, and you come with us to Mexico. There, you're still not prepared, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things where you realize if I get out of the boat, one of the things is going to happen: God's going to show up, and you know, and I'm going to be amazed at what He does, or I'm going to sink. And so I think those moments are defining moments in our faith. And it's not always just a mission trip. You know, like I think about this podcast when we started the podcast. So many people who have been on this podcast, you know, have said, "Oh, I could never do that. Not in a million years. I would never." You know, I'm so self conscious about what I say come and do that. And then they're always like, wow, mm-hmm. that was actually really cool. I had a blast doing that. And it's like, if I could talk for half an hour, 45 minutes on a podcast, I could probably talk to other people about Jesus too. Yeah, you can. You know, so I mean, like, again, it's those get out of the boat moments where really, I believe that, that we see that there is substance to our faith, that we're not, it's not a blind faith. You know, like we're, are God's not like asking us to, to jump off the boat and just try to tread water he's there to meet us. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, I think that's that's an important part of why we do these things. So whether it's the mission trip, a rock talk, uh, the podcast, you know, any of those things, leading a small group, discussing questions at, at Crosswalk, that's they're all there for that reason.
0: Absolutely. That's an invitation to come on the podcast, by the way. That's yeah, the entire absolutely. point of this message is please come on the podcast. Yeah,
1: which we did. So in, in fairness, we did have a special guest prepared for today. Vic Crawford was going to be we on the a special guest. Said, oh, I'm sorry, but I was all so excited, and then she texted me this morning and said that she couldn't speak above a whisper, and that's not how she wanted to to be remembered on the podcast. <laughs> I said, "All right, that's
0: fine." So hopefully next week or so we'll have her on here. So I know that a lot of people consider Peter taking his eyes off of Jesus and sinking like a. A complete failure like he just completely fails in his walk um, But is this a complete failure? Uh, this p- seems like a pretty impressive feat. I mean mm-hmm. in his faith. He walks on water with God mm-hmm. um, That's I don't know anyone else who's ever walked on water <laughs> yeah. in faith um, And also he's when he's sunk he learned a lesson mm-hmm. Do you think this constitutes like a complete failure like when he's still even if you fail in your walk like you're still learning a lesson? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, like you said, like, I don't really think it's a failure. I think it's a growing moment. Like, there are time, like, it kind of goes back to what we we're saying, like, there are times we're going to face rejection. And I feel like, like, yeah, that can be kind of like, oh, well, I just stepped out of my comfort zone and for nothing. Like, I feel like that's kind of our attitude towards that. But like, at the end of the day, like, maybe we planted a seed in that person's mind to do something. And then for us, like, that help maybe that was gave us encouragement to like go talk to the next person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like oh i didn't get this person but i want to i want to have like i want to talk to someone else about this Mm -hmm. so i feel like we definitely can take our failures and make them into successes so
1: yep yeah I, i agree i think that you know a lot of times we look at this and we lose sight of the fact that for a while Peter did walk out on the water with Jesus. And so I can't tell you how many times that I've kind of felt this from a personal level. Like a lot of times, like no matter like how much time I put into a message or, you know, preparation that I have, like I'll go to preach that message and like just feel like, oh man, like from the first word out of my mouth, I just fell on my face. You know, like that I I couldn't string two coherent words together and then it never fails that, like, somebody will come up to my office the next day and, like, because I'll be wrestling with this for, like, days afterwards because I feel like, oh, man, like, I messed this all up. And then someone will come to my office and say, hey, man, like, that message last night, you know, I really felt like you were talking directly to me. I felt like Jesus, you know, in that moment, you know, was, was doing something in my heart. I'm like, you got that out of what? Like, I didn't <laughs> think I made even any sense. And so, you know, again, like, what I perceived to be a failure, you know, God was actually using and so yeah I mean like so I I don't think this is a failure at all and again Peter does like Maggie mentioned learn a very important lesson there about our focus on Jesus so
0: yeah these are definitely teaching moments Mm -hmm. I don't think there's really I mean there are failures but there's never really failure failures when it comes to God and Jesus yeah no, because
1: I think you know if you're making an effort and you're trying you know, yeah, th- there's gonna be times you stumble, you know, but again, like, Jesus doesn't wait until the bubbles stop coming up to reach down and grab Peter, you know, it's like, <laughs> I told you, son, you know, he doesn't do that, mm-hmm. what's he do, he reach down, I mean, he says, all right, you know, he you know, talks about his lack of faith, but, you know, again, you know, I, I think that we all look like that from time to time.
0: So. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes we just get distracted by the winds and waves in yep. our lives, like, it may take the form of something else. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, what are some? Can you guys think of any examples of like things that might draw you away from what you think Jesus' plan might be or how he might be shaping you or pulling you out?
2: I think like being too comfortable in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, I know like for a long time before I did go to New Orleans, like if I saw something that would like make me feel the slightest bit anxious, I would like, no, like I'm out. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if we're just like kind of sitting there in our comfort zone we can't like we can't move forward Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people were like well i can't move back and like maybe that's true maybe you can't move back but you're not you're still not moving forward so i feel like whatever it is that is your comfort zone like keeping you in that little circle of your comfort like often like i i just feel like comfort zones are a huge thing in christianity like at least for me with anxiety and stuff like if i if i stayed in that comfort zone I would have made no progress to the person I am today. So.
0: understand that, especially um, going on mission trips and, like, spending so much time with, like, the same people, like, mm-hmm. especially if you don't even know them, you will come to know them really quickly. Yeah. So uh, Not just as a person, but spiritually. Mm-hmm. Like, you really do form a bond um, that you really are going to miss out if you just, like, go no contact with anyone while yeah. you're there and just, like, try to focus in on... Doing what needs to be done instead of like trying to focus on feathering yeah. yourself spiritually and in fellowship with other people. So yeah. that's one definitely one of the pitfalls that you should avoid. I also
2: think like this past summer when I was in New Orleans, it was it was really uncomfortable for me when like new groups would come in to like form new relationships. Like yep. the first group would come in, like when the first group came in, like I made great relationships with them. I love that. I love that group. And then, like, the next group came in, and I was like, okay, like, now I have to form all these new relationships. Like, how am I going to do that? And, like, there was times where, like, I really just want to, like, crawl into a ball and be like, don't talk to me. But, like, at the end of that week, I would end up making the same crazy relationships that I did the first week. And that happened throughout the whole summer. So, like, like Ethan said, like, that's really important to focus on more than just the work when you go on a mission trip or Mm -hmm. anywhere, really. Like, there's more to it. Not to, more.
0: not to deprioritize the work people are doing on no, mission trips. Yeah. Definitely very important. But like you should also be getting something out of it spiritually. Right.
1: And and our priority, our focus should always be on the people. So like even if you're there and you're siding a house for someone, you know, that's secondary to their need, you know, for someone to demonstrate they care about them. Now, can you demonstrate you care about them by putting siding? Sure. You can. Can you also just go down there and put up siding and not show any care or concern for that person, you absolutely can do that too. And so that's not a good thing. So that's not what we're going after. So yeah, I think, you know, our comfort zone can definitely, uh, or or fear of stepping out of our comfort zone. I think that could be wind and waves. I think anything that distracts us from our mission can be the wind and waves. And so again, like, I think that can look like a lot of things. I think sometimes when we get so self-absorbed and self-centered that we can you know, and I think that kind of leads into the
2: mm-hmm. whole
1: comfort zone thing. Like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything's going to make me uncomfortable. And you know, like I, I think you know what a great example of this, um, in a good way, is is Noel. And so I know you all know Noel, and she used to host this podcast when she was a student here. But so she went with us to New Orleans on spring break. I think it was twenty seventeen, and same thing. Like as you, Maggie had had a great experience loved it, wanted to go back as an intern that summer. And again, even that stepping out on faith to go back as an intern, that that was a big step of faith. But it turned out that they had already booked up all their, they didn't need any interns. And so she ended up getting an invitation to go to Appalachia and serve with Crossroads in Appalachia. And she really wrestled with that because she didn't know, she wasn't familiar with that. She'd never been to that field. She didn't know any of the people and she went. And I really believe that that was an important turning point for her, because then it didn't even matter. Like, I remember I was going down to Mexico for the first time to kind of scout the field, and she just told me she was coming. I didn't even invite that girl; she just showed up. And so I was just like, "Oh, okay, so yeah." So, I mean, like, but I, I really don't think that she would have had that same mentality, that same attitude, had she not been willing to step out and do something a little scarier than even what she'd anticipated in that moment. So, yeah,
0: absolutely. So we've got some uh, scripture, some Mm -hmm. more scripture to read today. Um, I think we've already divvied it up. Yep. So first up is Hebrews 11.6. It is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Very good. And so, again, it just, you know, it demonstrates
1: at least me as I read that verse, that that's what God wants from us. He wants those get out of the boat moments for each one of us, because it's really, and it is obviously about we, we please God when we demonstrate faith, but I also believe that He, like you said earlier, that's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we realize that there is substance to our faith. Like, it's hard to, I think it's hard to have faith in a God that you can't see if you can't mm-hmm. see Him come through when you put your faith in Him. And so I think that's why God wants us to put our you know to step out of the boat so when we step out and we realize oh god's here he's not letting me sink he's using me. he's doing this you know that's where we go okay now this is this is a real thing so mm-hmm. you know. so next up we have isaiah 43 1 and 2 and that's maggie
2: all right so it says but now this is what the lord says he who created you jacob he who formed you israel do not fear for i have redeemed you i have summoned you by name you are mine When you pass through waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep you over. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. So I think, like, that's kind of, like, that's relative to what he just read. Like, we just really have to trust in Jesus. Like, put put our trust in him and take the step. Like, even if it's through, like, not, I mean, maybe literally, maybe not. Maybe it's not through, like, the fire or, like, a river or something, like, it can still like, it can still be really hard. And we just have to trust Jesus and walk through it and trust that he is like, he has his hands over us, like protecting us. So. All
1: right. Yeah. That he's not going to let us sink. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and the last passage of scripture I have is Joshua one, seven through nine. And, um, I was hesitated to put this in there because this is one that I think is, is almost as misquoted, um, as Jeremiah 29, 11, um, but so, what's happening here is Joshua is getting ready to take over the leadership of Israel from Moses. And I mean, he's got some big shoes to fill, like obviously Moses who led the Israelites out of Egypt. And so like, obviously the guy's got some very, you know, understandable concerns and fears. And so this is God speaking directly to Joshua. Yes, but like, he's also demonstrating that when he calls us to do something in faith, which obviously following him and leading the nation of Israel, that's a big step of faith for Joshua. He's reminding him that he's not going to let him sink. He's not going to let him fail. So this is what it says, Joshua 1, 7 through 9 says, "'Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips.'" meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will have then you will be prosperous and successful have i not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go so again it just reminds me that you know when when god gives us those get out of the boat moments that he's not going to stand back and let us sink you know he he's He's going to be there with us. Like, what benefit would that be for God to call us out of the boat just to watch us drown? You know, no, no. Like, Obviously, he wants us to put our faith in him. He wants us to see that, you know, when we do, that he's going to come through for us.
0: Absolutely. Now, we have uh, one more verse, uh, Matthew seventeen twenty. 20. Uh, this is in context. Uh, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. Uh, he says, you don't have enough faith. Jesus told them, "I tell you the truth. If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible." So this is essentially just saying, um, with enough faith in Jesus, uh, you too can walk on the water. You can move forward, and God can work through you. Just it really just requires you to step out in that faith, to step out of the boat, um, and you can really do anything. God can work through you. Mm-hmm. Um, through faith, anything is possible. You just have to make that step out, no matter how uh, scary Scary. or intimidating it might seem or how many steps you might have to take.
1: Absolutely. Good thoughts, good perspective from you both, Appreciate you all sharing with us this afternoon. So um, as always, we want to wrap up with a word of prayer. But before we do, we just want to encourage you. We want to hear from you all, the people that listen to this podcast. Is there a topic that you would like to hear us discuss, um, whether it's related to life on a college campus, whether you, maybe you've never been to Rockford, you just want us to want to know a little bit more about the community. We'd be happy to discuss that, too. But um, email us with your questions. ReachOhio at gmail.com, And we would love to bring up your question here on air and um, also to be praying for you. So if you have prayer requests, we'd love to be praying for you. So um, so with that in mind, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll wrap up this podcast. Let's pray. God, we thank you for just a beautiful day that you've given us, um, another day of life. Um, and in that day, you've given us purpose for being here. Lord, help us to um, look as we go about our day for those get-out-of-the-boat moments where we can put our trust and our faith in you, where we can Walk toward your son, Jesus, um, despite the wind, despite the waves, um, despite our fears, despite our shortcomings and failures. God, that none of those things can hold us back if it's you that is calling us to get out of the boat. Lord, help us not to um, stay in the boat because of our comfort zones. And again, that's such a difficult thing. It's, it's easy to say. But it's such a difficult thing to live out and practice. So, because um, I know every single day of our lives we have that opportunity to get out of the boat that you give us opportunities to to put our faith in you, to, to do something with purpose. And sometimes, God, we're faithful and we're always blessed and, and encouraged when you show up to meet us there. And then sometimes, Lord, we say we have to be honest and say that our fear wins out in that way. We just kind of hunker down in the boat, afraid of the wind and the waves. But help us to, um, more often than not, put our faith in you, to put our trust in you. Help us to see that when we do, that you always show up in the most beautiful and incredible ways. Lord, we love you. We thank you for Jesus, um, who, because of his death, burial, and resurrection, even when we choose not to get out of the boat, even when we fail, uh, or when we sink in the water and the waves, that, um, that we have forgiveness, that we have reconciliation with you because of his blood. Lord, just um, be with us as we go throughout our week. Continue to encourage us, and we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, all right, guys. Thanks again for joining us, Maggie and Ethan. Thank you guys for your thoughts and perspective, and pray that you guys uh, that are listening online right now have just been encouraged by this, and we look forward to coming to you again very soon. Have a great week, y'all. See ya. Bye.